0: Is real There's power in your name with our way. We trust in your ways we need real. Jesus is
1: real Long before you got here, long after you're gone, God's love lasts forever. And not only that, it says, notice. Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn you. See, right now, God is drawing each one of us on this journey of faith. He's saying, his love is drawing you. He's saying, come on, come on. Take the next step with me.
0: Take the next step with me. Take the next step with me. It's okay. I got you. I'm drawing you. God's love for each of us doesn't change. It's been the same from long before we entered the world. And it will remain long after we leave. He's drawing us to himself, and even when we can't see the next step, he's loving us in it already. In today's message, Pastor Daniel urges each of us to say yes to the steps God's asking us to take. We can trust that he'll be there in them because we know he's been there for us already. Now here's Pastor Daniel in 1 John chapter 4 with part 2 of his message, Live Upward by Loving God.
1: Verse 20, if someone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? And this commandment we have from him, that he who loves God must love his brother also. Now, I don't know about you. That's a powerful section of scripture. And there's a lot in this section. What I want to do is I want to pull out some ideas out of this long text. And I mean, really, if we were going to give this text a proper treatment, it would probably take me a whole sermon series just to do these 13 verses to really tease out all the unique dynamics. So I just want to give you some some big ideas. Now, first... What you need to know here is that when it comes to loving God or living upward, that God started it. Like the relationship that you get to have with God, God initiated, God started. I always think of my kids. I love my kids, Obadiah and Maranath and Annabelle. Whenever there's like a little ruckus going on, which is always, you know, it's always like when you're stopping some fray in your home. It's like, well, he started it or she started. It. Anybody, you guys know what I'm talking about? The blame game? It started back in the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve and the serpent. Everyone's blaming each other, you know, for what's going on. Now, if you want to know about your relationship with God, God started it, right? The blame is all the Lord's. And I've said that with my tongue firmly implanted in my cheek. See, God started the relationship that you get to have with him. How do I know? I got all these verses here. Look at what it says here in verse nine. In this, the love of God was manifested toward us that God has sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. In this is love, verse 10, not that we loved God, but he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. And if that's not enough, go right down to verse 19. We love him, why? Because he first loved us. Now, I want you to grab your pen. I want you to circle verse 19 in your neighbor's Bible. Go ahead. Grab your pen. Circle it. Underline it. For those of you who are looking for a good tattoo idea, tattoo that verse on you. Even better than tattooing it with ink on your arm, let the Spirit of God give you a heart tattoo. That you love God because God first loved you. Now, this is mind-blowing to me. Because what this says is that us, our ability to live upward, God is initiating and sustaining that because not only do we love God because he first loved us, but we get to continue to love God. Why? Because God continually loves us. And if you doubt that in any way, remember what I read to you verses 9 and 10. In this, the love of God was manifested toward us. Now think about that. This is saying that God's love has been manifested or revealed towards us. How is God's love manifested and revealed? That God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. So what this means is that real life, truly spiritual life, whatever your faith journey is, you are designed to walk in the manifestation of God's love, his own son, and then we live through Christ every single day. So what happens is when you or I are to put our faith and trust in Jesus, Jesus, by the power of the Spirit, takes up residence in our lives, and then the Spirit of God lets us move through this world in Christ, not on our own, where God, not only does he say, hey, God, I'm going to give you the wheel of my car. God's like, I'm going to give you a whole new car. And my Spirit's going to be the chauffeur. And you don't even have to decide your destination because I know where I'm taking you. See, the Christian life is not I live my life and I hope that Jesus is involved. The truly biblical Christian life is that we live and move and have our being in Christ and our lives are found there. In verse 10, in this is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and he sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. See, what this means is that God not only initiated and preempted this relationship, but God is the one who sustains it every single day by the presence of his Holy Spirit. And again, in these verses, verse 13, by this we know that we abide in him and he in us, because he has given us what? His Spirit. What I love about the Lord is that God doesn't ask us to do anything that he does not intend to make sure that we can accomplish. See, God's not like a teacher who says to you, listen, you're going to take an exam, good luck. Doesn't tell you what's on it, doesn't tell you what he wants, just says, man, listen, I'm going to give you some questions and hopefully you're going to get the right answer. No, God says, look, what I want is I want you to love me with the totality of who you are. In every circumstances In every single situation That's what I want from you And he says You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to send my son Jesus He's going to die on a cross To forgive you of your sins And when you say yes to him I'm going to place my Holy Spirit within you And guess what? Jesus and the Spirit Are going to be the ones Who broker my love to you And all I want you to do Is respond to it Just respond to it Do you ever have those days When you're kind of in a grumpy mood? No, you guys never do Because you're good Christian people All the rest of us It's like, you have these moments where you're kind of grumpy. But you ever notice when you're kind of grumpy and someone isn't grumpy? Right? Now, in the beginning, and we're going to be honest here because we do this here at Crossroads. We like to be real about this. When you're in a bad mood and someone's in a good mood, first you want to slap them in the head. That's the first thing you want to do. Right? Like, you're kind of like, will you stop smiling right now? Right? Anyone know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. Everybody. Good. Right? But what happens is, is if that person is continually still not letting your bad moment become their bad moment, at some point, your moment lightens up, doesn't it? Yeah. It's powerful that that happens, isn't it? See, and what that means, if you take that simple kind of crude, not really crude, but realistic example of of our lives, and you relate it to your relationship with God, there are times when you and I are fickle in our love for God. Like, God is loving on you all the time. Never stops. Never is like, yeah, you know, I'm kind of tired of them right now. It's like, he's always loving on you. And sometimes we're kind of like, uh, you know, I don't really know about this whole thing right now. Or, Lord, I know I should, you know, love you right now. But I really don't right now. You know, you have all these things that go on. But God is so consistent in his love, isn't he? Like, the Lord is never, like, giving up on that. And what happens is, is that if you simply stop rebelling against it or pushing against that love, but you allow God's love to now begin to mediate your own feelings. Now all of a sudden you realize that you are in the ultimate situation of love. See, when we start talking about loving relationships, of course, for many of us, we've gotten radically hurt by people. Like all we know is loving relationships that are not faithful, that are not abiding, that are not self-sacrificial that are selfish. See, every human relationship that you have is broken in some way, even in the best situations. You might have a spouse who you're like, man, they are a saint, but they really ain't because they need Jesus. And Jesus makes them a saint, you know? You could have the most patient, kind dad, but he still needs to get saved, right? And so what happens is is that on the horizontal level, every relationship is a little bit messed up. But there's this one relationship, that vertical, that upward relationship where God's love never fails. It never gives up. It's always and forever abiding. And that's why this upward relationship changes everything. Because God never backs off on his love for us. What's amazing, and this is what it says in Jeremiah 31 verse 3, it says, The Lord has appeared of old to me, saying, Yes, I have loved you With an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn you. Now, that word everlasting, do you know what everlasting means? Everlasting means it lasts forever. It's before you got here, and long after you're gone, God's love for you remains the same. Like, think about that. I was born on December 31st, 1975. Now, with schools, I'm a twin, so my parents got a double tax deduction last day of the year. They were praising God for that. But then they went into the mayhem of having two little kids who were crying and needing diaper change and all this stuff. But anyway, long before December 31st, 1975, God's love for me was exactly the same. And whatever the last day of my life is, whenever that day I take my last breath here on earth, You can fast forward into infinity and guess what? God's love is exactly the same for me. And what's super cool? Same for you. Long before you got here, long after you're gone, God's love lasts forever. And not only that, it says, notice, therefore with Loving kindness I have drawn you. See, right now, God is drawing each one of us on this journey of faith. He's saying, his love is drawing you. He's saying, come on, come on. Take the next step with me. Take the next step with me. Take the next step with me. It's okay. I got you. I'm drawing you. And what's going on for many of us right now, many of us who are hearing this, is that your fears, because you've gotten hurt in this situation, and this situation, and this situation, and this relationship, it didn't really live up to its expectations, and this and that, and all of a sudden, God's inviting you by His love, and we're saying, you know, I'm not really so sure about this right now. What if God withholds His love? And I'm here to tell you, He won't. Now, that doesn't mean that God's always going to do what you want him to do. I think that's an important, like, I got to put that out there because there's some of you right now who you're upset with God because God didn't do what you wanted him to do. But think about this for a second. If God is God, right, then God is perfect. He's all-knowing. His love is everlasting. And his plans and purposes are higher and greater than ours. So don't you think we should want what God wants, not what we want? Now, don't get me wrong. I realize in some situations like, well, how could God let that happen? Or how could God think this is the best thing? This is the worst thing. And I've had that thought many, many times. But my next thought is, well, he's God. And every single day I'm learning how much I don't understand. So maybe I should just trust him and learn how to die to myself. And that's part of the journey. See, as you walk with the Lord and as you experience God in all these different ways and as you realize how amazing He is, you start to realize, like, you know what? I can actually trust God because God's pretty amazing. And He's faithful and He's trustworthy. And God loves with an everlasting love and He's drawing me with His loving kindness. So maybe what's going on in my life right now is actually God's way of drawing me closer. Maybe when God does things I don't understand, it's because he wants me to seek him because I'm really designed and created to abide in him. And if I always understand what's going on, I might not seek him in the same way. Like maybe God has a purpose and a plan for exactly what's going on in your life right now. And I say that maybe he does knowing that he does. But sometimes we have to speak the good news of Jesus to ourselves and not just listen to ourselves. So God started this. Now, from there, what I want to tell you is this, is that love leads to more love. So this love that God initiated and is sustaining, it leads to more love. Let me show you how it happens. Look at verse seven, first John chapter four. Beloved, let us love one another for love is of God and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. For he who does not love does not know God, for God is what? Love. You go down to verse 11. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. Verse 16. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love. And he who abides in love abides in God and God in him. And then you go down to verse 21. And this commandment we have from him that he who loves God must love his brother also. Now, you see now why upward, that us responding to God's love with love is so important because this love, this upward vertical access, right? That love leads to love in every other area of our lives. That's why I can say confidently that someone's views of God and opinions about God and feelings about God, right? Their faith journey is going to dictate how they feel about themselves and how they feel about others. Because whatever it is upward, you end up getting it inward and outward. And that's why, like, in the book Upward, Inward and Outward, there's four different sections in the upward where I talk about how do we cultivate upward living? And what's powerful is, I get all those things right out of the Bible. These four things, if you were to understand them biblically and you were to practice them and walk in them every single day, you will find every single day that your upward relationship, you returning God's love back to him, It will grow every single day because I believe that as we grow deeper or higher in our relationship with God, that's going to deepen and transform the way we see ourselves and the way we see the world around us. And if the art of living is loving, as we learned in our last message, now what we realize is God's love leads to more love in these lives. And remember, I told you that the difference between a good life and an extraordinary life is a lot of love. Now, one of the things I love about God's love is that because I am not always the easiest person to love, but God still loves me, it frees me up to love people who are uneasy to love just the way God has loved me. Now, isn't that the problem that we have? How many of you guys find it hard to love people? I had a great experience yesterday. It was such a great reminder. So I was actually traveling from, you know, we had service on Wednesday night. I left early Thursday morning. I was in Southern California, and then I got back home last night about 9 o'clock in the evening, and we get on this plane that I'd been preaching every single day for like a week straight, and and we get on the plane, and right as we get on the plane, we're about to take off, and it's super hot on the plane now. I realized I was in San Diego, so... You know, having been up here, I'm like, man, I'm dying anyway from the sun. You know, and we get on the plane, and all of a sudden, the guy comes on the loudspeaker, and he says, you know, this has never happened before, but one of the maintenance guys was doing his final run through, and his hat and his glasses got sucked up into the air conditioning unit of the plane. Now, my first thought was, what? You know, and then my next thought was, oh no. You know what I mean? It's like, I've been, I'm tired. Anybody ever been frustrated or unloving on a plane before? Yeah. Now everyone's hand goes up. How many of you have find yourself being unloving? Nobody. How many of you have a struggle on a plane? (laughs) You know, that's how it goes. And I remember just being like, oh no, you know, and the flight attendants start, you know, kind of walking through the cabin and I'm tired and it's hot. You know what I mean? And like, when you have like 10 pounds of dreadlocks it's like three times as hot for me and i'm like i'm gonna go in the in the bathroom and cut them off and like i'm just like I'm, i'm having issues but and then the flight attendants are just trying to make everyone happy but i'll be honest i'm feeling a little surly you know what i mean like, I kind of want to have like the, you know, like when you're kind of feeling surly and you want to have the conversation, it's not going to change the fact that the maintenance guy's hat and glasses are in the AC unit. Because I'm like, I, what kind of person puts their hat in the AC unit? Like, as if that conversation has any fruitful value in that moment. But I'm feeling all these ways. You know? But I'm like, you know, but it's not going to change anything. I'm just, these poor flight attendants, like everyone on this plane is mad right now. So I'm going to try and be nice to them. And so I'm like, oh, thank you so much for the water. Da, 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 and you're having a good day. And and I'm just, you know, and I'm like, I'm faking it till I make it. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm not feeling it, but I'm, I know what I'm supposed to do. And sure enough, about halfway through the flight, I go to the back to stop in the restroom. And one of the flight attendants say, say can I ask you a question? Yeah. Are you the pastor at Crossroads? <laughs> and I'm like... I am. And she's like, I thought it was you. I've been watching your videos on Facebook, you know. In one of our flight attendants, you know, she always posts your video. And so, do you know who she is in the picture? And I totally know who it is. You know what I mean? And she's like, you know, I figured you were because you're so nice. <laughs> oh, listen, praise God. This was not me. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it was like in that moment... Because all these things are going wrong and I'm tired, I got to get home and I want to make sure I get a good night's sleep so I'm not like a like a total hot mess for you guys here not knowing what I'm going to talk about, you know? But... God because his love is so great and because I know that God's love changes the way I look at other people it's not just about me being hot and me being cranky and me being tired but I see these flight attendants who are trying to serve all these people who are hot and cranky they may or may not be tired but now it's am like I just want to try and bless them because they're trying to bless other people and then all of a sudden I realize man if I would have been a jerk what kind of testimony is that but here's the thing the people around you know that you follow Jesus too They might not see your videos on Facebook, but they know that you are a follower of Jesus. And what I love about this is God's love leads to more love all around us. So listen, God wants you to be a vehicle for more love, his love, to enter into the world. And that always happens through tough situations and bad situations, situations that you didn't choose or didn't want. Those are the situations where God's love reveals itself in the world the most profound. Because what was amazing is, is a number of the people on that flight were very, very angry about what was going on. And you get to be an example of God's love in the world. So God's love leads to more love in your life. Of course, John chapter 15 verses 12 and 13 says this. This is my commandment, Jesus said that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. So this ability to live in love upward, God started it and God's love now leads to more love. We're going to unpack that. Unpack it in the book. We'll unpack it over the next couple of messages. But to close this message out, you need to realize that we cultivate upward living through investment Through an investment See, love grows Through an intentional giving Of yourself To see fruit born, that's what investing is Investing, whether you're talking about investing your money Like maybe you have like a retirement plan Or something, or any An investment is any time you give of yourself To something, to see it Grow or be cultivated And I'm here to tell you, you realize this You're here today, at Crossroads Because you're saying, I want to make it an investment in my spiritual life, right? But to grow living and loving upward, it's something that you need to keep feeding every single day.
0: Jesus is real. In today's message, Pastor Daniel reminded us that people are watching They know we are followers of Jesus, and they're looking at our lives to see how we're displaying that relationship in the world. Are we being Jesus to the people around us, especially in the times of trial? Are we clinging to our Savior as our strength and comfort? If our focus in life is upward to God, we'll be His vessel to shower the world with His love.
1: Jesus is Real Radio is the radio ministry of Daniel Fusco of Crossroads Community Church. The messages that you hear each day here on Jesus is Real Radio were produced from messages that Pastor Daniel shared on Sunday mornings and the midweek study. It's our prayer that this teaching from God's Word blessed and encouraged you in your walk with Jesus Christ.
0: Thanks for joining us today for Jesus is Real Radio. Hey, I wanted to remind you that each day on Facebook, Pastor Daniel shares a simple two-minute message. In this message, Pastor Daniel draws out an important biblical truth that really helps set your day on the right path. So be sure to follow Pastor Daniel Fusco on Facebook and share these two-minute messages with your friends and family. Join us again here on Jesus Is Real Radio when we dive into a topic not commonly discussed in churches, loving yourself. As Pastor Daniel will share with us, this is a tricky topic because the world and God have such vastly different ways of going about this idea of loving inward. We'll learn that the key to separating them is looking at our upward relationship and allowing God to tell us how he views us. We wish we had more time today, but we will have to pick up where we left off next time as Pastor Daniel continues teaching through this series called Upward, Inward, Outward. That's next time on Jesus Is Real Radio.